put down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with another episode, and Brandon, I usually say that at the beginning of our episodes, and like I've said in the past, I don't usually have a beer, but today, I got one better than a beer. I got a Manhattan I just made myself, because I need it. You should have told me that beforehand. Maybe I would have grabbed something. Or we can both say, put down your baby and grab a Red Bull. Exactly. That's that's been our weeks. It has been. It's been a a trying week in the Aleski household. And from what I've heard from you this week, it's been a trying week in the Banks household. We both have had our um, limits tested and our ability to stay awake for long periods of time tested. So it's been fun. We'll get to that here in a second. Um, Today's episode is going to be an exciting one. We're going to talk about baby apps that we've used in the first few months of our child's life, and they might be beneficial to you, even if your child's a little bit older or hasn't been born yet. These are some great apps, and we'll tell you why. Um, We're going to tell a couple dad jokes, as always, go through a couple baby facts. It should be a good episode, Brandon. I'm excited. You know I'm always, quote-unquote, super excited, Jerry. Um, and this is this is a good, I hate to put it like this, but a good break. Um, Kelsey's downstairs watching Bryce right now, and he, he's been a little bit irritable for the last, uh, I don't know, forever. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it, I don't know. Short periods of time can seem like forever when your kid's screaming. You, you either new dads or, or seasoned dads will probably back us up on that. Yeah, we were just talking about that before we got on here. It's, it's funny because – um, Peyton's been very, very cranky the last week and a half or so. And, you know, sometimes you'll take her and I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm calm. Everything's good. And then 10 minutes go by and it seems like it's been 10 hours and, and, uh, you need your teammate to come in and tap you out. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, she needs the same from you because, because 10 minutes of a screaming baby in your face, especially when they're screaming and you don't know why, you know, you've fed them, you know, you've changed them. You know that they're not sick or, or whatever. you've done everything you can think of and they're still just screaming at you. It, it's tough to deal with. You, you've never realized quite how long 60 seconds are until you're holding a screaming kid and that 60 seconds just keeps getting multiplied. It's the, the minutes start adding up and, and heaven forbid it'd be a little bit longer than that. But we signed up for it. We knew we, knew we would potentially get ourselves into this, so... We we uh we we both got to figure it out. Just deal with it. I agree, Brandon. It's funny. We have a segment sometimes here on the show that we call Things Our Wife Said. Um, today, I'll go with things that I said <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> I looked at Peyton and I said, hey, you better be pretty cool when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've literally said the same thing, Bryce. I'm so looking, I'm like, you, you lucky I, I love you, today. bro. <laughs> uh, you, you lucky I love you. You're sitting uh, there just looking at me crying for no reason. Yeah, she was screaming her head off, and I just looked at her and said, hey, you better be pretty cool when you're older, because <laughs> right about now, I'm going to tell you some stories about how you were. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. So what else has been going on in the Banks household this last week? Uh, well, last time we talked to you guys, Bryce had a cold, and I'm here to report that that cold is still here. So um, we, uh, we, we've we been dealing with that, uh, so because of that, we really haven't gone uh, out and done too much. Um, this is probably one of my longer weeks of work as far as um being there um more often than i than i have in the past where you and i both are kind of gearing up uh for a a big meeting that we have so uh, getting some getting some work done in that regard um and then we made a decision like right before he got sick that we were going to sleep train um and then we we unsuccessfully uh started that process and decided 
uh, pretty quickly. Hey, let's let's tackle this after he uh, he gets a little bit <laughs> Probably better. Probably smart. So we we've done some research. Kelsey admittedly has done a little bit more than I have right now. Uh, have an idea what the game plan is going to be uh, as far as the sleep train is concerned. But we uh, we we hit the pause button on that pretty quick. <laughs> I don't blame you there. Uh, it's funny how the best laid plans can fall apart pretty quickly. Um, with a again, crying with, baby, with the screaming baby, yes, yeah, yeah. It's and it, I mean it, it's it's going to be tough anyway. Um, it, it's I'm not sure what you guys plans on. I don't know if you and I have actually talked about that, but part of the process is the expect you're expecting them to throw a fit to a degree, and it's it's soothing them in specific minute intervals until they are basically learning to self soothe. So what you're doing right now by putting Peyton down while she's um, like drowsy is actually going to help tremendously with that. I uh, Kelsey does that. I do it less because I feel like every time I put him down, he dr- he's drowsy. He just gets right back. Yeah, I was going to say anyway. we we might be trying to do that, but it is not very successful. <laughs> she wakes up almost. I just did it earlier today. She actually fell asleep pretty easily for me, which has not happened lately. And I went to put her down, and it was two minutes later, screaming in her bassinet. So. Yeah, um, I gave up on that. I, I I legit tried after we had the conversation on the podcast for a couple of days, and I'm I was like I had talked to Kelsey about it. She's like, oh yeah, I do that. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she she says she does, and it that don't work for uh for for dad. So I I get him nice and sleep for a few minutes, put him down, and I'm normally pretty decent. Well, actually, it's funny because I I read it in a Reddit thread, like a dad Reddit thread, just yesterday, I think. Um, and it was talking about that very thing, how everything they read, just like us, said put the baby down when they're drowsy. And basically the dad was saying, yeah, that don't work. I nope. wait till he's asleep for 10 minutes max or minimum before yeah. I'll put him down and that'll work. Um, honestly, I wish I could say either works for us right now. Peyton will fall asleep <laughs> on my chest or in my arms sometimes or in my wife's arms. But lately in the bassinet, she she will wake up almost guaranteed um, pretty quickly, whether she's been asleep or is drowsy. It doesn't seem to matter. Um, so we're, we're trying to break that. And it's, again, it's only been about a week or so, but it's just, it's been bad lately with her trying to, to sleep in her bassinet for sure. For me, it was, if I could get him down, like the transfer was the hard part. It was yep. once he didn't feel me on him, as soon as you put him in the bassinet and I would, I would spend way too much time trying to like, I would position him before I knew I was going to move him into the bassinet to where my hand was like mm-hmm. cradling his neck for a little while so I, he could get used to the rhythm so I yep. make the transfer easy. I just started basically going as fast as I could once I knew it was going to happen. Like w- when when I'm holding him, he's knocked out for that period of time. I go to the bassinet, don't even think about it, put him down real quick, and it, it's worked a lot better for me. Because I, I try to finesse it, it does not work. That's funny you said that, Brandon, because I, I think that's exactly what Macy used to do. And for me, it was kind of what you're doing now. I would just do it, not think about it, and deal with the consequences just later. dump them in there. And it's been, and it worked out well. But lately, I've been doing the opposite. I've been trying to finesse it because it hasn't stopped working. And I'm done. Today, I actually got her down. The transition seemed perfect, like I said. And it was like two minutes later, she woke up, though. So apparently, I, I have no skill well, in that in that front where where we're it's concerned funny how right this will just have you just questioning everything with like like I we put legitimate thought you and I into the <laughs> transfer between holding the kid to putting him into the bassinet we just talked for 
a minute and a half about that. That's crazy. Oh, and there's definitely technique, but I, I can't say that I'm an expert. But, um, yeah. I, you know, obviously, like I said, Peyton's been pretty colicky or cranky, if you will, for the last couple weeks. Um, but we had a big week besides that, uh, a couple big moments for us. Uh, one, she had her ultrasound on her hip, so we got to do that. Um, everything came back great, so that's super exciting there. It was a fun trip. She actually had a blowout right before we went to get the actual ultrasound done so that was a fun little moment we'll remember for a long time um also my wife's birthday was this last week so she went out with a friend actually our good friend ryan who was on the show his wife and my wife went out to lunch and um, both babies had blowouts during lunch and that was a little bit of a um calamity of errors if you will during lunch. nothing like bonding over poop yeah they were they were laughing about how how funny it was there at a farmer's market and just everything that could go wrong did go wrong um but that was kind of fun for her and then um we actually left the house together without Peyton for the first time for uh, Macy's birthday we went out to eat so it was only a couple hours we had grandma watcher everyone did good um Peyton was well behaved for grandma and uh you know so that was oh, kind of get me started on that oh yeah it's well my mom came over yesterday and Peyton was great for about three hours and then literally after she left that was the five hours straight she basically cried so I don't, I don't I understand feel, it. I feel like you don't know frustration until, and for those who, this might be their first time listening, we, we drop Bryce, my son, off at my parents' house every weekday, basically. He's there from 7 to 3.30. And there is nothing more frustrating than knowing that in the evenings, you got a cranky baby, and all you've heard for the last week, month, four months, it's how great this kid is and how he never has an attitude when he's oh, yes. with the grandparents. Then yeah, they my, start believing their own their own mystique and they just think they know how to do stuff better <laughs> than you do. I mean, they have raised six, kids successfully, but it does kind of get under your skin a little bit without knowing it shouldn't. Yeah, then they hit you with the, they just miss grandma. They just miss grandpa. Yeah, that that's what it is. So they so hit you my, with that. My dad is convinced that we I, I do everything wrong. I guarantee you. I, I, I'll be at his house with Bryce, and he'll be side-eyeing me the whole time. If Bryce even whimpers, he's, like, jumping up and, and acting like he's about to take him from me. Like, Hold on, bro. Don't catch this eyes, man. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's – like I said, it's it's been a it's been a little bit of a busy but a, a, a trying week. Um, so we'll see. Right before I came down here, we put Peyton in the bath, actually, to see if that would help calm her down, which at first it did, and then by the end of it she was screaming. So I, I, I don't know. Like I said, we're, we're kind of out of ideas, but we're, we're working through it. Um, but, Brandon, I got a dad joke for you. You ready for a dad joke? I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath, Jerry. <laughs> so this one here is kind of what I like to call an OG dad joke. This is right, one I heard. He's got the book out, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh, it is. I do have the book out. And she here's the thing. I, I heard this one, but I've heard this one. I, you've probably heard this one before, too, but we'll see. So, Brandon, what is the difference between a fish and a piano? Fish and a piano. Mm, something about keys, but I don't know. You can't tune a fish. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's an OG. It's an oldie but a goodie. Simple, you can use that with guitar, funny. too. Yeah. Pretty much any musical instrument. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Not that's a, that's a solid offering. <laughs> we'll see if you can top it later we'll on. We'll see. Um, but today's episode, I'm actually excited about this episode. I've been excited about this episode for quite some time because me and you, we've talked apps on this show. We've talked baby tech on this show, but there's a few apps that we wanted to wait until we both used 
for an extended period of time before we brought them up on the show so we could talk about the pros, the cons, and how they work. And that's today's episode. So these are apps that you can use pretty much from when you take the baby home from the hospital throughout the first, I would say, year or so so of their lives. So um, the first app, I'm sure we're going to talk about, Brandon, and I'll let you kick it off, but that is an app you and I both absolutely love and use religiously, and that is the Huckleberry app. Yeah, and actually we have a, a couple, I've had a couple people since we've had Bryce or finally we have Bryce who um, were also pregnant around the same time. And this is the number one app I think I've sent people in the past like six months. Um, the, the big thing for us is uh, I was kind of, I was told be prepared at every doctor's visits for like questions about how often they're eating, how often they're peeing and pooping, yada, yada, yada. And this Quite simply, the free version of this app tracks very succinctly with an easy-to-use interface. You can track every time uh, you feed the baby, every every time uh, he or she pees or poops. Uh, has support for multiple children. If you do have multiple children that are of that same age, um, I mean, it's really straightforward and, and easy to use. Are you guys using it pretty much the same way? Yeah, I absolutely love the app. It's funny, a guy at work the other day, he um, actually sits right next to me, and he just became a grandfather, and he was making a joke to someone. He's like, hey, so-and-so's kid, they, they track every single time the baby goes, it's going, basically what the Huckleberry app does, he was like joking about, and then I pulled it up, and I said, you mean this? <laughs> <laughs> he started laughing, but like the point is, like you said, Brandon, it's not being like... I don't think we're overdoing it or being obnoxious. It's super beneficial, not just from the standpoint that it might help if you go to the pediatrician or people ask questions. But what's nice is like it helps you as parents because I can see the one the last time Macy fed her was. So if she's crying, like, okay, she probably shouldn't. She might be hungry right now. Or no, she's no way she's hungry. If I feed her with a bottle, I can show how many ounces she ate and when she took it. If she pumps, she knows how many ounces she's pumping per day. And it tracks that and it shows you weekly, monthly. And you can really kind of see what your baby's going through. So it's very beneficial, even from a diaper standpoint. If you're like, man, she hasn't gone a lot lately, you can look back and go, you know what? Actually, she has. It's just in my own head because Macy might have changed a few. Um, The one thing we don't use it for that we probably should, Brandon, and I'm curious to see if you do, and that is sleep tracking. Do you use it for sleep tracking at all? Oh, we do not, but I have an answer for you, Jerry. Okay. On that, which which is coming in the next my next couple app suggestions one, one other thing i will say really quick is it also helps i think if you don't have kids or maybe you're a, a couple years removed from having babies those middle of the night wake-ups or when they're just kind of fussy so you're in and out of sleep you as a parent sometimes you can be a little incoherent and so if if bryce is like just making kind of noises trying to soothe himself I can check the app really quick just to confirm because it, it shows you the last, basically the the time distance, if you will, since his last uh, feeding. So I can say, okay, he two hours and twenty four minutes ago, he ate. He probably isn't hungry, but we're also in like wait, wait, no Brandon, I gotta stop you right there because this is a funny part about what you just said. One, I heard. Peyton upstairs crying. So I just checked the app to see when the last time she ate, uh, and it was two, two hours, hours and 24 minutes. Let's exactly. go. That is exactly. <laughs> hey, the, he just held crazy. up his phone for proof. 
I mean, it was funny you said that because I'm looking at it and I'm like, did he just say two hours and 24 minutes? Because that's exactly the last time she ate. And so in Watch my head, back, I'm thinking. Jerry. That's like the third time I've done that this week. <laughs> well, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, it's been two hours and 24 minutes. Like you said, she's probably hungry. That's probably why she's crying. So then instead <laughs> of just wanting to bang your head like she's crying for no reason, you know there's a reason behind it. So exactly. I, I will say that that is definitely beneficial. Another thing, great thing, it tracks medicine, which if yes. they take probiotics per day or like vitamin D or different, like a multivitamin, that's nice because sometimes, I'll be honest with you, parents forget. Did I feed him? Did I give him medicine today? Did I not? But if you put it in there every time, you can see that you did or didn't. So that's really helpful. Or if I'm there and I know they need medicine, like Peyton needs medicine, I can see if Macy's already done it or not. So that is great. The one thing I will mention about the sleeping, the reason we did try to use it, the reason we haven't, as I'll be honest with you, that is tough to do because when your baby wakes up and then goes to sleep, then wakes up, then goes to sleep, and you're in the middle of the night, it's hard to start it because unless you tell it to stop every single time, it's not accurate. So that does become difficult. Or if I put her down, started it, Macy forgets, doesn't stop it, now it's all messed up. Whereas with diapers or with even feeding, it's like one button. I'm feeding now, start, stop, it's done. Diapers, I just changed one, done. But exactly. sleep, sleep is difficult, and that's why we've struggled to track it that way. So I'm anxious to see what your recommendation is there, Brandon. I don't know if my recommendation will, will solve that issue. Um, but the, the main thing with, the, with Huckleberry on the sleep side is that to unlock all of the, the features that they're really um, trying to help you out with as far as like creating sleep schedules, things like that, you have to pay. Um, everything we've talked about so far is, is not behind the paywall. It's on the free version of the app. Uh, Huckleberry will allow you to like notate when the baby falls asleep th- and and such, uh, but they don't necessarily help build recommendations based on that. Um, they they can, but you you do have to pay for it. So um, the app that I would recommend for that is an app called Napper N A P P E R, um, and basically it's a free alternative to the paid version of Huckleberry um, for for scheduling sleep. Um, and what you do is you, the same thing you're talking about, and you're absolutely right as far as the, it's user error can cause, if, if you're forgetting the input, um, you're not going to get everything you can out of the app. Um, and it's same thing, really, the, the reason that kind of diapers and things like that are easier, um, as I can say, hey, you can approximate to a degree, as long as you know what Correct. it was. It's you not, can go back in time and add it or Correct. edit. Um, you can technically do the same thing with sleep. Um but it, like you said, it's 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 not a, it's not realistic, and, and I, I feel like either of our opinions that you're going to do that every time. Um, but I, I would say we should ease up on the the expectation that we do it, and, and you can still use these apps and get what you need out of it without having that exact making an exact sign. So basically, long story short, Napper, uh, app, if you put in when they fall asleep, when they wake up, after it gets a little bit of data. It'll start um, letting you know basically when you should put your kid back down for a nap um, and you can build a sleep schedule in there as well um, if, if that's something you're trying to, to stick to. Um, so pretty simply put, it's the it's the free alternative to the paid version of Huckleberry. Okay. And just so people know too, Huckleberry, the free version, everything it does track, and again, this is input, is, is sleep, feeding, solids if your baby's on solids, diapers, pumping, medicine, growth, which is nice because it can tell you if you're kind of in the right growth window and temperature. I use the growth actually multiple times when we've gone to the hospital and to tell you what percentile you're in and kind of give you charts. 
and all that's free like i said which is super nice um and kind of let you know where you're at so that's the free version of huckleberry um another thing talking about sleep brandon an app we both have that you in theory could use for sleeping um tracking is the nanit app it does track it the issue with that is your baby has to sleep where the nanit is and mine does not quite frequently so that is the only issue with that but i will tell you in theory if your baby is sleeping well overnight where you have the nanit it does a fantastic job tracking sleep it lets you know how much sleep they had what kind of quality of sleep it was when they were awake when they weren't how many times you went to visit the baby it, it actually gives you a lot of in-depth information um it's just unfortunately i have like three or four nights where that's <laughs> good input because every other night she's not asleep in her bassinet long enough to really track that i think we've gotten a little bit um better data uh, bryce might just be his issues up until this last like week and a half have not been at night for the most part, his nights have been pretty regular. Even if they've been, he's waking up more than we want him to. Uh, when he sleeps, he's pretty much asleep. Um, so it, the Nana app is something we use. It's almost my confirmation because she's gonna hate me for saying this, but Kelsey doesn't always hear him when he uh, goes to sleep. For the record, Brandon is sneezing right now, so that's that's why there's my plan pause. was potentially to cut it in the edit because I'm looking at the time. But I'm 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 assuming you guys didn't want to hear my sneeze. Luckily, that was only two. I'm known to go for for a, quite a few more than that. Um, but the, the cool thing about the Nanit is you do get that insights tab, which which gets you all the data Jerry was talking about. Uh, we're in kind of that mid tier. I think you you are too, Jerry, if I'm not mistaken, yep. uh, where you get 30 days of look back. Um, I am very tempted just from a personal to watch the growth level. Uh, I was looking at it a couple of days ago to upgrade to where you can you can actually get like an uh, an unlimited look back, but it costs an extra two hundred bucks, and I'm I just can't I can't do it. Um, so I, I I keep looking at it, but I'm not gonna actually do it. Thirty days is perfectly fine, but I do kind of uh, if you are a user of Nanon app, please remember to download. You can download the clips and just save them to your phone, um, and that's a that that's a better way to do it. Kelsey has done it, so I'm not really that worried about it. But uh, it is fun to like go back and look at when you like first brought your kid home from the hospital. You you do have all that uh, that footage stored every time you got up with them. Yeah, that's um, definitely it's tempting. It's just it's a little too much money for me. I won't lie, it, especially because she money. doesn't sleep regularly in her bassinet. But another app that I'm a, I'm a fan of that's kind of simple. Like you can use it for a lot more. I don't use it for as much as it's probably. I'm capable of, but that's an app called baby sparks. Um, and this app can be, you can either pay for it or it can do the free version. I do the free version and it gives you kind of based on your baby's age daily, uh, programs, they'll call them to help with your baby's brain stimulation. So you can do different activities. They're literally short little activities you can do daily that helps your brain or baby's brain growth. Um, spur and that's a good thing so it's kind of cool because every day you go on there you watch a video you do a couple different activities even if you forget a day you can go back and then it's supposed to help um, with your baby's growth if you want to do the paid version there's a lot more in-depth stuff a lot more programs it can kind of tailor towards your baby because it'll basically ask you after you do the program do they do it well do they not do it well do they like it or not and then it can kind of track the baby's growth and you can kind of tailor the activities you're doing to get them back on track or, or hone in on certain skills. 
So you introduced Baby Sparks to me, I believe, or I think I might have had it, and we talked about it, and you kind of convinced me to use it a little bit more. Since then, I probably used it twice, to be honest with you. Uh, and every time I got something out of it, it just wasn't, it's not something that became a part of daily routine. But in prepping for this episode, I popped the app back open to look at a couple things, and then it, it got me, Jerry. It was like, hey, 70% off your your annual uh, fee. And it was like 18 bucks. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So I, I, I paid for the paid version. So more to follow there. The cool thing is you can share the subscription with up to four different people. I'm so, in. <laughs> wink, wink. It, it's it's kid specific. Um, but so I sent it, I sent it to Kelsey. I'm going to share it with my mom and dad um, because I mean, they're with Bryce all the time. And so if, if we're doing these daily activities a few times a week, um, that's that's something that can help. And I know my, my parents are literally all about anything that's stimulating his brain and trying to – I still remember those hooked on phonics. <laughs> I had those that I Teaching that, Teddy. That we had growing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hooked on phonics, root words. There, there was a lot of different oh, things. Oh, yeah. In no, it, it is it is a cool app. I like that. The nice thing about the app too is they have like videos, and the videos are like they show you exactly, and they're not yeah. super long. You're not watching a ten minute video with the crying infant. It's like twenty seconds. This is what you need to do. Then you do it. Um, so that that is a that is definitely an app that I've used. What's another one you got on the list, Brandon? So one really cool thing uh, is an app called One Second Every Day, um, and this app basically has you take a one second video of your kid every day. I know. It's crazy how the title is exactly what it is. Um, and then at the end of the, a year or whatever period of time that you want, it be, the thought process is at the end of the year on your first birthday, you have a time-lapse video basically of your kid um, growing up throughout that year. Um, I thought that was, that's a really cool idea. I unfortunately did not start it um, when, when Bryce first came home. Obviously, I think we do have a picture or video from every day of his birth anyway. Um, but that's something we're going to we're going to start using um, that. Is, I mean, it's a really cool concept, really cool idea. That is cool. Kind of on the same wavelength, if you will, an app that we've used. And I don't know that we're going to continue using this specific one, but the idea is out there. And that is an app called Photo Books. And basically what it is, is it is a, a an app where it you put X amount of pictures. So I think it's 30 pictures with this app. And then it organizes them into a, a monthly book, and the book is actually free. You pay for shipping, but it's a free, like, soft cover book that they send every single month. So if you have a baby, you can have a one-month book, a two-month book, a three-month book, and all you're paying for is a few dollars in shipping. Now, Photo Books is one we use for month one. We're actually going to use a different app for month two, compare the two, and then we'll probably go back and redo it to the to the one we like better. So that way we have a consistent book for the first year of life. But it's kind of cool because basically all you got to do is pick pictures from that month, which you have on your phone, and then it makes the album for you. You can rearrange it. You can do whatever you want, make it more in-depth. You can even add more pages if you want. It just costs money. But it is cool to have a little picture book of your babies month by month for their first year at least. So um, I, I think you know of another app too, Brandon, that's associated kind of the same concept, don't you? Yeah, we've, we've actually used it. It's called Chatbooks. Yep, that's the um, one we're so, going to use this next month, the exact same one, yep. I, and I'm not even sure if I showed you my booklet. I'm, I may or may not have, but um, really what this started off as is um, a, a good Christmas gift for the grandparents was 
just that Jerry just took another swig of that Manhattan. I think the last one got to him a little bit. He made it strong. He, he made a little that's a face. Big, that's a big one. <laughs> he made a little face when he <laughs> when he drank it. It's funny. Uh, but um, chat books, it started off as a gift to the grandparents. I, I saw Kelsey kind of putting it together. You basically, same, same way Jerry described, you can use your Instagram um, page or you can use your, your camera roll, upload the photos, and it's pretty simple. You they send you a book pretty quickly. Uh, it's a hardcover book with photos inside of, of your kit. What I used it for is, I, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I was getting really annoyed with people coming up to me asking me to like see pictures of my kid. And you know me at work. Like, if, if I got a couple seconds to sit and talk, okay, I'll sit and talk. But most of the time, I am, I got something that I'm doing and it's very annoying to get interrupted for me. Um, mm-hmm. But when you have a kid, people don't care. And it's it's also like I recognize you should be like kind of open to it because they're invested in you. They're invested in your kid. Um, so I was being nice, but I'm showing people pictures of my kid. What that turns into is you're showing your, your camera roll. Some people are not. Uh, I don't I don't know what I should say. They're, they're handsy. Yeah. So they they themselves decide they want to start swiping across your phone. One, I don't really like that. Like, nah. Be careful where you're swiping. Nah. That's not cool. But two, they start getting disappointed because guess what you see when you do that? You see 50 of the same freaking photo because we're trying to get the perfect picture. So you're swiping. One, you can swipe and see something you don't want to see. But two, you swiping and now you're disappointed because you see the same doggone photo every single time. So... I I saw Kelsey uh, was making it for my parents and her parents, and she had a suggestion. I was like, that's brilliant. We made one for me at work. So I keep a photo book at my desk. Customers walk in who've known me for a while, coworkers. They they ask for pictures of Bryce. Guess what? We got a photo book up until about three and a half months of his life. Take a look at it here. Beautiful. And I can keep doing what I'm doing as they're looking through it. Yeah, no, and, and the, the thing, too, about it is like chat books, photo book. There's a couple different apps. Um, they have different options. So you can do soft cover, hard cover. You can yeah. do more in depth ones. So it's not like you have to do the free version, but the nice thing about those apps is they do have a free version. So if you want a little book that you don't have to pay for, it's why not, you know, and it helps document it. What's nice too, is then if you have a great aunt that comes over or, you know, a cousin you don't see very often, you can go, Hey, Here's the first five months. Look at these books right here. And you can hand them it. Also, yep. when the baby gets older, um, babies love looking at pictures of themselves when they were younger. My nieces and nephews, they love looking at themselves when they were like, little <laughs> babies. So, yeah, I'm sure Bryce can look back and he'll he'll love it. He thinks it's great. You know what I mean? When uh, he's that, three that or four. That dude loves looking at himself right now. If, if so, I ever want to calm him down, I just put him in front of the mirror. He just looks at himself <laughs> and starts smiling. There you go. <laughs> um, another app that I like Brandon that I think you introduced me to actually is an app called wonder weeks. Oh, yeah. And that's an app that again, you can pay money for, or you can do the free version. Me, as you'll notice, I'm cheap. I do the free version, but basically what it does is it introduces you to wonder weeks or what they call leap weeks. Um, and leaps are diff- different events when a baby goes through them where they're kind of transitioning into a new phase where they have new things they can start doing or seeing or experiencing. And quite often, if you'll notice in these leaps, Brandon, basically it just means they're going to cry a lot more. That's what I've gotten out of most of these leaps. (laughs) Exactly. Right now, shockingly, Peyton is in one. (laughs) Hey, guess what? Bryce is too. The longest one possible, actually. 
Oh, gosh. Well, that's the nice thing, though, about Wonder Weeks is it tells you what's going on, what the baby's experiencing, what you might be seeing from them. And again, it's not an exact science. It's not exactly like, hey, this Tuesday at 7 p.m., Bryce is going to enter leap number four. That's that's (laughs) not how it works. But it is kind of cool, and it it will tell you, and you can kind of track. So sometimes, like this week, I'm like, what is going on? You can go on there and be like, okay, so maybe she's going through some stuff right now. So, so which leap is she in right now? She's in her second leap. So, so this is a second leap. It's kind of sensations. It starts talking about like different sensations. She's starting to go. Oh through. yeah. I remember that. Um, one. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's super fun. Um, it's a longer one as well. And uh, basically their metabolism, internal organs, all that kind of stuff starts to develop more rapidly, which guess what the signs are? Cry more than usual. Clean more than usual. Grumpier <laughs> than usual. Sleep poorly. Yeah, nothing good. All the signs. That's the one negative thing about Wonder Weeks. All the signs are always negative, Yeah, <laughs> which is not their fault, but it makes you upset sometimes. You look at it and you're like, where's the leap where it's like, baby laughs more. The baby wants to just be quiet all the time. They don't exist. So that's okay. What was interesting to me about this app as well is, and, and Bryce is right now in, in the middle of Leap 4, in addition to being sick. Um, so it, but the cool thing about this Leap, though, is they say that they can see as far as you can now. So he pretty much can see everything and at f- much further distances. Uh, but they don't go off of the day the baby was born when they're um, when they're kind of predicting these leaps. They're, they're still going off of the due date um, that that you originally had. Um, so that's what they use to predict the leaps. Typically it's, they say it's within a week or a week or so either way, um, that you, that you may or not may or may not be in them, but it, it's an app that at the very least, I don't know if it, if my life would be any different if I didn't have the app to tell you the truth. Um, but it almost just like confirms what you already know. And then it, it gives you a potential light at the end of the tunnel. If you feel like, Oh, like just as an example, I, I, uh, I knew he was in the middle of his leap. I don't know if I had sent it to, to Kelsey. So as we recording, I texted a screenshot of it to her. And she was like, yeah, that's exactly what we're dealing with. And then she said, <laughs> 16 days left. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's uh, potentially an, a light at the end of the tunnel, but maybe, maybe not. Exactly. That's funny. Uh, you had another app on the list, Brandon. Yeah. Um, so for us... Uh, and this is this is actually the, the last app that I have listed. It's Owlet. Um, so, as Jerry mentioned, he's a he's a cheapskate, and so he wasn't going to splurge on the, uh, the 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 well-to-do baby sock. And truthfully, if it was up to me, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> but um, that the Owlet app, very similarly to the to the Nana app, gives you an insights tab. And it actually knows when we go to wake the baby up, um, when Bryce was fussy, when he was awake, uh, when he wasn't in the middle of the night. But really what it's doing is monitoring his his blood oxygen level um, as well as his heart rate. And as I began to talk about this, uh, it, it hit me that this app is no longer available to you guys anyway. <laughs> so it's probably pointless for me to even bring it up because the, the, the outlet... Uh, the FDA determined they were selling it as a as like a medical device, and so they told them they couldn't do it anymore. The functionality is still the same; it's worked for a lot of parents over the years. But uh, if you did not already have the app on your phone, guess what? You're uh, SOL. So, and I'm not talking about same old lines. Hey, this is okay, Brandon, because this actually reminded me 
of this week, we haven't gone over baby facts yet. And that reminded me you do it of a baby fact. Well, this reminded me of a baby fact that actually wasn't even the one I had on my list today. I learned this week because I'm obviously doing a bunch of research trying to figure out how I can get my baby to be calm and happy. Um, but one of the things I learned is that they say, and by they, I can't remember, but it's like the medical professionals or it's one of the boards, you know. That's, that's very vague. Um, I, I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> but I looked up, basically what I looked up was when should you transition a baby out of your room? And the the same board that goes over everything, so it's on every website you can look up, says that they recommend it up to one year of age, which blew my mind. They say at least six months, but it's recommended at one year of age. And that kind of blew my mind when I read that because I was thinking, oh, like six weeks, two months. No, they say um, six months minimum, wow. one year preferred. I, I don't know that we're going to make it to a year, but I, I was surprised by that. Our, our original plan was in our heads before we had a kid was three, four months. He's out of there. No way. Oh, yeah. And and now it's it's like, how how do we now mm-hmm. this was, we the last part we were feeling pretty sentimental. So we're like, how can we ever have this beautiful baby leave our room <laughs> now? <laughs> now it's the after the last week. <laughs> I might, I might drop kick him and uh, kick him into <laughs> into his nursery. Now, who knows? But um, that that I'm glad you brought that up because I, I hadn't done actual research on it. We've done kind of research on the sleep training things like that, but the 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 timing um, that, that makes me feel a little bit better. We might we might push that because it's gonna be you might you might be sooner than we are. Yeah. Um... So one last app before we get on to a couple other things before closure is one last app I'll mention is the Hatch app. If you do have the Hatch, which a lot of Mm. people do, it's a great app to have because you can basically do everything right from your phone. So whether you're by the baby in a different room, they're in the nursery, or even just you don't want to mess with the actual physical thing, it's a great app. You can play everything from your phone, super quick and easy. So if you have the Hatch, use the app. It's great. If you don't have the Hatch, I highly recommend it. Um, pretty much everyone who has it loves it, including us. So I, that's my last app, if, if you will, Brandon. We have that the hatch as well. You know what it is for us, Jerry? A glorified nightlight at this point. <laughs> at this point. It, it sits in his nursery, and it, it that's basically what we use to light the room when in the middle of the night when I'm kind of rocking him to sleep. But we use the it, Nanit for sound or anything else right now. Brandon, it's the American Academy of Pediatrics. I just that's, looked it up. Okay, that's... That's, uh, is that legit? Does that count? It's pretty legit. <laughs> All right. So hit me with a baby fact. I want to hear a baby AAP. fact from you. Uh, so my baby facts were, were relevant to what I'm going through right now. And it's it's about the baby sleep cycle. Now, all babies are a little bit different. Um, but it, it is um, thought that babies have a five-step sleep cycle. So the first four, and, and most babies, night, night wake-ups are normal for newborns. Uh, your baby isn't like broken if it continues waking up. Um, it's actually important for them to have night wake ups because most babies um, metabolize breast milk really quickly. Uh, so they get hungry and it's their body basically keeping them ready to eat at, at most times. But for, for a newborn, what they say is the, fir- the first step is a 45 to 50 minute cycle. It's light sleep. It's easier for them to wake up during that time. Um, the next step is zero to 10 minutes after that initial 45, 50, where they start to fall asleep. Um, next step is 10 to 20 minutes that they get into a deeper sleep. 
the and the last two or the 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 major or REM sleep for adults would be um, the next 20 to 30 minutes. Um, they spend the next about 30 minutes coming out of sleep and then rinse cycle repeat. And so a lot of times when babies are having what they call a sleep regression, they have trouble connecting the steps of the sleep cycle. So um, you might, and you probably heard me complain about this the last week. It's like, we can put Bryce down and if we can get him to sleep, it seems like he goes about 45 minutes. And I, I was telling you this before I'd even done this part of the research. I'm like, man, it seems like he's going 45 minutes and then just waking up. And I could almost like set my clock by it. He go about 45 minutes, start stirring. And then he would, he would wake up almost every time. And the reason is once they're, when they hit a sleep regression, which is really common at four months, they have an issue connecting the steps in the cycle. Um, and so that's, that's my baby fact, my relevant baby fact of the, of the week. I like it, Brandon. That was some good information that I didn't know. Um, just, to, to kind of build on the one I just mentioned too, the reason that they recommend six months to, or to a year is actually to help cut down on the probability of SIDS. So that is why they do that. So just so you know that he's going to be in my not, room until he about 14. Yeah. Well, that was the problem. I read that Brandon. I'll be honest with you. Cause I'm thinking, Oh yeah, I need to get her out of here. And then I'm like, well now you scared me into it. So she's going to, she's going to be in my room. Like you said, till 14, gosh, dang. So, but well, I got with another SIDS, I'm going to throw one more fact out there. All right, go because ahead. Because I was, I was always under the impression that SIDS was basically like, almost like baby, su- baby suffocating. And you, you get sold a lot of stuff. Like we got to, I'm. I shouldn't say this. People are gonna just think that we spend way too much money. But I got a mattress in there that's like very highly rated, um, because it's completely breathable. Like I can put my face on it and breathe right through it. Uh, and you in my have. head, I have. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I've seen you do it. <laughs> in my head, I'm like I'm protecting my kid from from SIDS. But really, SIDS is less about them suffocating. That I mean, that's still. A, I'm not trying to scare you guys. That's still a possibility. You want to keep objects out of the crib when they're sleeping. Um, but SIDS, like the reason that sound machines, things like that are so important is because that you don't want your baby to get into such a deep sleep that they forget to breathe is really the, the, the number one cause of concern there. That's why they recommend having white noise. And to your point, being in the room with mom and dad, mom and dad are snoring, mom, especially are snoring <laughs> And that's same you, uh, in this household <laughs> that you might have the TV on. You might not. Uh, it, there are enough things in there to make noise that um, they can't quite get into a deep enough sleep for that to be a concern for the most part. I like it, Brandon. I got one more baby fact for you too, kind of relating to what we've been talking about. Facts today. on facts on facts. I, I know. It. So basically a lot of times they talk about dads early on in the newborn stage, they get frustrated because you know, they can't calm the baby down. And because they can't calm the baby down, they often, they often pass it off to mom or let mom do a lot of the work because they feel like they can't calm the baby down. So I was reading about this today in the book, The New Father, which is one of my favorite books. It's a whole series by Armin Brat, if you haven't looked it up. But he quotes a lot of studies in his books. And one of the studies he quotes talks about how if dads are more involved early on in the first few months with holding the baby, changing the baby, rocking the baby when crying, that they are less likely to show behavioral issues by the time they're three and a half, especially in male babies. Also, along with that, not only will they have less behavioral issues, but they also say that um, 
dads that are more involved, they have babies with larger vocabularies at the age of two than those that are not. So for whatever that's worth, basically what I'm trying to say is try to get involved if you can, or when you're frustrated, remember it's important to be involved as a dad, even in that first year or two. A lot of times we think, what do they know at this point in time? But a lot of research has shown that they do know something and they know when their dad is holding them, trying to help and calm them down. So more of the story, if you got some bad, you know what kids at three and a half dads listening and you, you weren't holding your, you weren't holding your baby early on. It's your fault. Is what Jerry's saying. It's all your fault. Well, it's worse. Whoop than the kid. It, I'm joking. Don't look the kid. It's Don't worse than kid. boys, Brandon. So you got to worry about it more than me. I can still I, pass. I, it guess off. what? At three and a half, I ain't worried about it. Cause me and him going to have an understanding at that point. And you can, we can bookmark this moment in this episode. I ain't worried about having no bad kid. Now, I like the, it. the baby doing a lot of crying. And that's what I, you want to talk about things you looked at him and said, I looked at him and said, you better not be like this when you're older. Don't cry, like baby. It. All right, Brandon, that'll, that's a good transition into a dad joke. So hit me with your dad joke today. Let's get it. Jerry, what is the opposite of a croissant? A croissant. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, a pretty good guess. So you don't know what the opposite of a croissant is? Croissant-cle. Oh, you're close. What is it? A happy uncle. Oh, okay. I, I I got it the second time you said it, so I was like, You okay, got close. Like, you got close. close. I, sl- I, like I slowed it. it up for you. I like it. I like it. I still think I might have won, but it was close. That was a good, that was a good bout, if you will. I've been watching <laughs> Cobra Kai on Netflix, so that's, that's why. I'll go with bout. In between Peyton's crying, Cobra Kai this weekend. That's what I've been on. So I don't know if I've been able to watch anything. You may be able to hear Bryce crying in the background because I think he's about I to did. take a bath. I did hear Bryce and I heard Peyton earlier, so we got both babies crying hey, on this episode. But I'll be his, honest with you, Brandon. His mom's shushing him now. <laughs> you might as well open the door and let him cry. <laughs> I'll be honest though with you, Brandon. This, um, you know, it's been a, a trying week and a little bit frustrating at times. This is this has helped. I'm happy that we've had this episode. Sometimes that's what we're here for. We want people to be able to relate to us and let you know that other parents, other dads, are going through the same thing. So. If it's frustrating for you at home right now or times are tough um, because the baby just seems to be crying, hey, you got other guys going through the same thing. It's okay. You know, we'll get through it together. We'll uh, try to find new ways to keep our babies calm and, and move on. So, uh, you know, that, I'm excited about that, Brandon. So, good episode today. It's a, it's I guess a, it's a therapy session. You're right. I'm not going to lie to you, Jerry. We've been, we've been talking about this the last couple of days. About an hour ago, I was like, oh, man, I am tired. I don't feel mm-hmm. like talking to Jerry right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel I feel way better right now. So good job. Do Kudos too. to you. And I'll be honest with you too, Brandon. One thing I'd like to thank everyone out there listening to us. This last week has been our most listened to week. We've had more downloads of our podcast in this last week than we've ever had before. That's exciting. Please continue to tell your friends about us. If you got someone that's a parent, whether they're a mom or a dad or someone that wants to be a parent soon, um, like us. Review us. If you got any other apps out there that you've heard of, please recommend those as well. I'm excited to tell you guys, too, we have another special guest on the episode next week. Another good friend of ours is going to be joining us. He has a one-year-old, Brandon, so it'll be fun to kind of hear his perspective because he's gone through everything that we're going through currently. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, But for Brandon, I am Jerry, and you've been listening to Dad Jokes. (laughs) 